What's up, fellow humans? Colin here, back for another video. Here's the quote. We become slaves the moment we hand the keys to the definition of reality entirely over to someone else. Whether it is a business, an economic theory, a political party, the White House, News World, or CNN. BW Powell towards a Canada of light. Now, is it any surprise that we have the hysteria we have in 2020, that we have the lockdowns and the masks and just the sheer and utter lack of truth, of objective reality, of data, and a lot of postulating and a lot of virtue signaling and a lot of hyperbole and really a lot of dystopian, tyrannical violation of human rights. I mean, Australia's gone crazy. Like I've been seeing it a little bit in America, but I think in America it's not happening as much because of the anti-police thing. So I think it's kind of keeping a lot of police at bay. They don't really want to be, you know, another another headline. And so it's kept it from happening. But there is a lot of things with DHS and and people being arrested for like violating quarantine and literally kids being taken taken from the homes of their family because the parents tested positive for this big boogie virus. Can you believe that? Like, what are we talking about here? Kids are being removed from homes because their parents have what's basically the flu. And 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 people will try to dispute that, but the numbers are actually in. It actually kills less people than the flu. The numbers released just recently about only 6% of people actually died from just COVID alone and not the other things. Whereas 94% had some other comorbid issue, comorbidity. That's a hard word to say, comorbidity. And then we have the craziness of cancel culture, the left. We have this Black Lives Matter movement, which has become like Marxist, hate-filled nonsense that's just destruction and harassment of people based on the color of their skin, which in my definition in my book is racist. <laughs> it's it's quite literally unbelievable. And if you look through history, you see a lot of craziness. But what's extra crazy about today is we have so much access to information, basically unlimited access to information, yet the masses are still so asleep because they don't sift through or seek out counter sources of information. They just get their information from people that go on the screen and talk for 10 minutes or argue or debate or whatever. And they form their worldviews based on whether they like somebody or whether they don't, whether their friends like somebody or whether they don't, whether somebody talks a certain way or they doesn't. That's why a lot of people liked Obama because he was a smooth talker, even though he was a POS and people don't like Trump at all. And I'm not going to offer my opinion on that, but because he's not a smooth talker and because he's kind of uncouth and he's brash and he's rash. But a lot of times it seems like he's telling the truth. <laughs> it's like, People can't comprehend that injustice to their sensibility of how somebody should talk, especially a politician. And that's why these politicians have been playing these games for years. They go on the screen, they talk a big talk, they jab and point fingers at other people, they never take personal responsibility or ownership. And that's just politics, it is what it is. The whole two-party system is broken, the whole political system is broken. We're supposed to be a republic. Instead, we've become this insane democracy that is actually gonna lead to socialism. We've already become a socialistic democracy and it's gonna keep getting worse. And as Lenin said, democracy is indispensable for socialism. It's basically a path toward socialism. And then the other thing is, on my Instagram, I did a post today, 50% of America is obese or overweight and one in three children. Yet people still trust the experts and the food pyramid and the USDA and the FDA and all these corrupt institutions. Why? I'll tell you why. Because those of you that are naturally thin and lean, that maybe pay attention to your diet a little bit, maybe you don't that much, you blame fat people for being fat. We all do to an extent. It's kind of a, a prejudice that's built into us. I get it. Because there is that certain point of personal responsibility, whatever. But there's people that go to their doctor, that are on health insurance, that have a certain life, they go to their work, they, they, they watch certain news channels, and 
they're doing what the experts are telling them to do. There's people that have done a low fat, high carb, calorie restricted way of eating with lots and lots of cardio, going to the gym multiple times a week and whatever that can't lose weight because the recommendations that the experts are giving them is ass backwards. It doesn't account for a myriad of variables. We already know that a plant-based high carb diet is not the best way to lose weight and to be long-term healthy. It's probably one of the worst ways, in fact. And then you throw in all the mass processing of food and the big corporations and all the marketing and all the nonsense. These people don't have a chance. It's why I do what I do. I take it seriously. The problem is I tend to reach people that are already looking for this stuff. <laughs> How much does to reach people that need it? They have no idea that you could eat steak every day and be healthy. I mean, think about that a second. If you walk down the street and you just did one of those mic interviews where you're interviewing random people and you ask them, is red meat good for you? What do you think answers you need? What about are egg yolks good for you? What about do you reduce your salt intake or do you watch your salt intake? Most people, if you ask that question that way, especially the way it's framed, they'll be like, oh yeah, I try to, you know, I, I try to pay attention to it. Even though the question itself is flawed. You don't need to watch your salt intake, especially if you're cooking your own food and you're using sea salt and you're not buying out of a freaking package. <laughs> As this quote says, we become slaves the moment we give over reality to somebody else. This goes all the way down to the individual level. This goes beyond masses of people or groups of people or swaths of people or whatever. This goes down to you, the individual. I'll take another example. Even though I don't talk about finances a lot, this isn't a financial channel. People have been told to invest in the stock market, put in your 401k, it'll all take care of you, you'll be good to go. Gold and silver have been demonized ever since we went off the gold standard. It's been one of the greatest negative marketing campaigns in history. Why? Because Wall Street wants you to buy their financial products so they can make fees. Banks make fees. The entire financial industry is based on charging average people fees for handing their money over to somebody who's a supposed expert. And then if things tank, they either get bailed out or they close the fund down and the investors are the ones who pay the price because they took on the risk of investing. And there's a disclaimer saying, there's no guarantee this investment will rise, blah, 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 blah. And then now you look at what's going on in the stock market and fiat dollars are printing, a manipulation of the market on a regular basis, insider trading, manipulation of manipulation of price, gold and silver. Big banks have been fined millions and millions and millions of dollars and it just keeps happening. Nobody went to jail during the 2009. It was basically just, all right, guys, you know, we'll just start, let's just try again. We'll just start over and have some more regulations or whatever. And then it's going to happen again. It already is happening in 2020. It's why they printed something like $17 trillion in stimulus uh, as of 2020. And that's why a lot of people believe it is a plan. I'm not going to say because YouTube might catch it because we were already in a recession before this virus hit and it was a perfect smokescreen to print a bunch of money. Now, whether somebody did this on purpose, I don't know. I do know a couple things. It was hyped and it still is to this day for political and financial gain. 100%. Just like 9-11. 9-11 happened. Whether you think it was planned or who did it or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. No one's really going to know. Somebody right before, though, had a massive short, made billions in the stock market when it tanked. Maybe it was the people executing the thing. Who freaking knows? But anytime there is a crisis and there is a manipulation of markets or some kind of black swan that comes through and things change, people make lots and lots and lots of money. Of course, most people that aren't paying attention lose lots of money. And so the point is, you trust these experts, these pundits, these CNBC and MSNBC and all this nonsense, this financial market crap nonsense. It's all smoke. It's, it's all nonsense. And they tell you to buy this stock and that stock and whatever. 
And then you hand your money over to hedge fund managers and this and that, most of which do not beat the market. Very few hedge funds and managers beat the market. What do they do? They close down the losers and they create a new fund under a different name. It happens all the time. The idea that these guys have insider information or are just experts or whatever, nobody can predict the market. And that's why somebody like Buffett, he actually buys businesses. He's not really a stock guy. He buys entire companies and then he lets them run and he just makes money. And his entire thing is finding companies that he thinks are good companies with good management. He wants to buy the whole thing or a big chunk and he sits back and lets them do the thing. And he has been bailed out at times. There have been times when Buffett's been bailed out by the fiat system and the socialization of the losses and all the nonsense that happens. All the banks, AIG, these massive conglomerations were bailed out in 2009, 2010, and the American public paid the bill. Yet people still blindly trust these people because it's just easier. They want to like kind of do their own thing, whatever. I get it. I totally get it. But if you're the type that that's not okay, if you have this certain moral kind of internal idea of duty in your mind and, and morality and, and fairness the way I do, where I like, I'm vehement about this stuff. Like I will call BS on BS. If I think you're wrong or you're full of shit, I'm going to say it and I'm going to live my life. I'm going to buy gold. I'm going to buy silver. I, I liquidated all of my stocks this year for the most part. I'm only owning a few of the companies I perceive as monopolies because I mean, you can't really ever own a monopoly. And the fact that the government's allowing these tech monopolies to exist, might as well take advantage of that. Although I did sell all my Facebook stock because I hate it. I don't usually say hate that much, but I hate Facebook. I hope Twitter dies as well. I never owned anything with Twitter. I hope they literally go by the wayside, the censorship, whatever. I now hope Google dies. Maybe YouTube can branch off and have some new leadership where they're not suppressing, you know, right-leaning voices and censoring people left and right for countering the narrative and using keywords and like, and I'm gonna post this on all my channels, even though it's not 100% about health or whatever, because you have to take ownership of your own reality and the information you use that determines that reality. A lot of people call us the red pill where you wake up to see what's really going on and how far you wanna go down into the conspiracy theories or not. Here's one thing for sure. People that have billions of dollars that all get together every year, they affect massive changes around the world. When you have billions of dollars and you can make decisions on a board or maybe even a whole company you own that can affect literally hundreds of millions of people. These people that control the media, think about it. These media companies, maybe take like the top seven to 10 of them, they're all controlled by like 15 dudes. If they want the narrative to sway a certain way, you better freaking believe they could do that. They could do that in a few days. A few ads, a few, a few policy changes, a few articles to cover. Tell your staff of you know hundreds of journal journalists at this point, at this point, pff, journalists, yeah, right. Tell them to cover this and that or whatever. And then the editors approve or disprove pieces they don't like. They approve or disprove headlines. They ask certain approved questions. People that think that these things don't go on because it's too conspiracy theorish for them have their head stuck in the sand. Billions of dollars. Like, think about it. A lot of us haven't had lots of money. I've gotten to a point where I've had a little bit of money in my life and I've, and I've earned it and worked hard 13 years as an entrepreneur. And I still have basically nothing. I'm basically poor compared to, you know, even like the top, I would say probably 5% of the population. What you can do with money is absolutely insane. It's why Rothschild basically said, I don't care who's in government or what the policies are. If I can control the money supply, I can control the people. I can control the nation. And the Rothschild family and other ones like Rockefellers and whatever, they've been funding both sides of every conflict and struggle. I mean, basically since the invention of money, the Medici's did it, et cetera to think this stuff doesn't go on. There's people that you don't even hear about that have 
unfathomable amounts of wealth. Like you see like Bill Gates, oh, rich man in the world or whatever. No, there's these families, these dynasties that aren't on the Forbes list, that have massive amounts of wealth, that are spread amongst other companies and shell companies and they have massive, they have tons of gold sitting in warehouses and they basically can control countries and whatever. This is none of this conspiracy. This is just like, this is just there. If you dug a little bit deeper, you could see it. Now, how deep it goes and who's responsible for what and how much pull they have in certain areas, who knows? But one thing's for sure. If you have enough money, you could go to any small country. You could start a coup like the CIA has been doing for years and all the banana republics and everything down in South America. It doesn't even take a lot of money, actually, in those places. You go down and you arm the right people. You sow the right dissent and promote the right ideology. And before you know it, you've bought an entire country. And there's a really good book on this, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, where he talks about this. He talks about how we've been doing this for years. There's guys that go down. They make deals with dictators and generals and all these different things. And they do it to support private, in a lot of cases, American companies that then go down there and completely just strip mine the land and sell off it to the American public. You have to become aware. You have to think for yourself. You have to read books. You have to go deep. You have to look into articles. If you're going to read an article on something, go to the source. Find the quote of the person. Look at what they're about. Look at what the research paper they might be citing. Read the abstract. Read the entire thing. Was it a good research paper? Is it based on epidemiology? Is it based on observational data, which is almost, I mean, it's always faulty. It shouldn't really be called research in my opinion. It should be basically like guesses and inferences and opinions. Find alternative viewpoints to your own and to the narrative. That's really the only way you can truly protect yourself and build freedom, build autonomy, you know, protect yourself. And then get your passport, buy some gold and silver, buy some Bitcoin, et cetera. You can learn more about all that over calling a coach in my guide section. And then hop on the AM5 newsletter to get more content like this on a regular basis. I hope you enjoyed this video. I'll see you in the next one.